Welcome to this week's edition of Torsky Torah. Each week we present a translation of the weekly publication Yiram Hayam, which features Divrei Torah from Rabbi Michal Torsky, so the English-speaking public can enjoy the rabbi's explanation of the Parsha. You can obtain the original Hebrew edition by sending email to yiramhayam at gmail.com. That's Y-I-R-A-M-H-A-Y-A-M at gmail.com. This week's edition is dedicated Ilui Nishmas Eliyahu ben Rabdavid Olav Hashalom. The rabbi comments on the Pasuk Vayapel at Savori ben Yamin, referring to Yosef, who fell on the necks of ben Yamin, Achiv, his brother, Vayefk, and he cried, Uben Yamin Bocho al Tzavarov, and ben Yamin cried on his neck, referring to Yosef. Rashi explains there, the rabbi quotes it, that the reference here is the, the crying is for the two. Beis Hamikdashes that would eventually be built in the share of Binyamin in Eretz Yisrael, and they would eventually be destroyed. And Binyamin was crying for the Mishkan of Shiloh, which was going to be built in the section of Yosef, and it too was going to be destroyed. Rashi here is taken from a, a Gemara in Megillah 16b, and it's also Medjish Rabbah in uh, chapter 93, section 12. But we need to look into this. Because from the words of our Chazal, it would seem to be that they weren't crying on the actual destructions, because if they were crying for the destructions, each one of them would have had to cry three times. And instead, we have Yosef crying twice and Binyamin crying once. So maybe that they're crying for the loss that happened to their fellow, to their brother, when the, the, when the Mishkan was removed from their portion, as if the Mishkan or the Mikdash that was destroyed was a uh, property of their brother. And through the, de through the destruction of the Mishkan, it caused their brother uh, a large loss, a loss of money or a loss of honor. But that's impossible to explain for many reasons. First of all, the Beis HaMikdash itself is, was purchased, the area was purchased with money, and it was donated through the Shvatim equally. Each per, each Shevet, each tribe had an equal share in the purchase of the land used to build the Beis HaMikdash. So it wasn't a personal loss to the tribe of Binyamin or the tribe of Yosef. Second of all, even if we would think that Yosef Binyamin were connected to these Beis HaMikdashes and the, or the Mishkan and that fell in their portions and, and as if it were their actual property, even if that were the case, it wouldn't be appropriate, to, according to their level, that we would think about them, that they were crying because they lost some stature when the base of Mikdash was gone or when the Mikdash was gone. Like we might think uh, uh, about the, the, the loss the people in France felt when the Eiffel Tower fell or the loss of the people in New York when uh, if the Empire State Building would fall. These are just external types of pain and, and discomfort. It's not, it's not a, a real loss like the Beis HaMikdash or the Mishkan. So we have to understand, what is the explanation of the crying that each one displayed for, for his brother regarding the destructions that happened in their shares of, of Eretz Yisrael? Perhaps, says the rabbi, we can answer like this, that it's, we know that, that people are, are greatly affected and more so by a direct experience as opposed to just reading about something or hear about, so hearing about something that happened like our rabbis teach us that that hearing is nothing like seeing. And you can see this for yourself when, when a person would 
be davening with a great passion, or, or with brokenheartedness, with tears streaming down his face, or through the simcha that a person feels through the chasana of his son, or something like that. And we we would certainly be affected greatly just by being in the presence of those people who are crying or are feeling great joy. If that's the case, let's let us look into this a little deeper. How the the life of of the of the shvatim that within their portions were the Mishkan or the Beis Hamikdash, and what happened there? That the Bnei Israel would come from all corners of the of the world, each one with their own emotions and passions to come before Hashem. Another comes with Messias Nefesh of his carbon Oila, where he's putting himself into his carbon for an Avera he did. A, another one would come with his with the shame and the brokenheartedness he feels to have to bring a carbon Chatos for another kind of Avera that he might have done. And on, in their travels, they would re- relax in the various cities of the Shevet where the Beis uh, Hamikdash would be, and they would sit and they would tell people of all the experiences they had on their way to the base of Migdash, what a wealth of emotion and love and fear of Hashem would be poured out in the streets of all of these cities in every village as they as they traveled on their way to the base of Migdash. And all the more so when Klaiosol would come up to Yerushalayim three times a year for the Yom Toivim, and there would be thousands and thousands of people uh, resting in the cities and the homes uh, of on their way to the base of Megdosh and in Yerushalayim, and many people from Shevet Binyamin and Shevet Yosef would come and do the mitzvah of Hachnasus Archim and give them a place to stay. And we know that the the mitzvah of welcoming guests is even greater than receiving the Shechina, as the Gemara says in Shabbos 127b. And on all of these types of things, for sure, these brothers were crying about the loss that had happened to the, in their portion. And this great loss that they w- they saw in their Ruach HaKadosh, that they would lose out, the, the people from their tribe, the, their descendants, would lose out when the, the holy places of the Beis HaMikdash and the, Muk- and, the, and the Mishkan were taken from them because they saw that in these places would gather together all of Klai Israel for the sake of seeing Hashem and being seen by Hashem and they and all the people traveling together with all the spiritual effort and all the emotions they had gathered on their way to the base of Migdash, and if they were going to lose out on these unbelievable mitzvahs of Hachnasus Orchim and bestowing kindness, this is truly a difficult loss for the Shevet who who has the base of Migdash or the Mishkan in their portion. And that is certainly something worth crying over. And from this we can see an unbelievable lesson in serving Hashem. That we must do our part to come close to those people who serve Hashem with with a passion and with true emotion. To stand near them, to see them, and, and to be affected and inspired by their passionate Avaidah. And when they pour out their spirit towards Hashem, or they pour their love towards Hashem, or their fear towards Hashem that we also will be swept up in in that passion, and each one of us will certainly be affected by that. And this is definitely one of the foundations of Hasidus, to come close to the tzaddik that serves his creator from passion and internal emotion.